At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers told the story. They always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSEN. The Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Slink, Gay Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. The YouTube TV, I believe it's called. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. The great Michael Lombardi later this hour. Jeff, looking forward to that. Have a spirited discussion, I'm sure, about the uh, Bills and the Patriots. Have questions, ask him. Uh, you and I still have some uh, football business to get to, which is which of the division leaders we trust the most, trust the least. We'll look at that through the uh, prism of conference championship and Super Bowl odds. We will do that as well coming up on the show. But first, ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of the Wide World of Wine Garden podcast from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. It's Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Um, thank you for sending me that uh, tennis video yesterday. That was unbelievable. Did you see that, Jeff? Where the wind, there was wind at a tennis match, and this dude, like, mishit it off the frame of his racket. It went, like, completely east. They waited, like, three seconds, and all of a sudden it bounced in the court. It's unbelievable. Thank you for sending me that. That was outstanding. You're not betting tennis, are you? No. No. I, I mean, if I had known that was going on, I probably would have. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but if I had known the wind was a factor, been all over that thing. What have you been betting? You a lot of football? You got your Green Bay Packers shirt on today. That looks great. I do. I just got my copy of the four-volume History of the Green Bay Packers book from the oh. official team historian this week. So um, This is what I love about you. You dive deep dive into a history. Yeah, let's, let's do a little show and tell. What do you got there? Ooh, very nice. That. Four volumes. It's it's very big. Very excited. How many of those volumes are Vincent Lombardi? Like, what's the what's the other part of that? Well, it's the first hundred years of the franchise, so it starts in 1919. Yeah. Um, goes through basically every year the history of the Packers. I, I stayed up to like 2 a.m. reading about the the 60, the 70s and 80s, the post Lombardi years, the the boring, ugly years they never won. Yeah, Lombardi went to Washington and made them a winner out of nowhere. He did. Yeah. Wow. So wait, that was the Bart Starr coached years or that kind of thing? Like the Forrest Gregg 80s years, that kind of thing? Dan Devine, Bart Starr, Forrest Gregg. They, they call them the gory years because they were just <laughs> ugly and everything you could think about bad football was, was being played in Green Bay. They almost lost the team because, you know, it was so bad. What made you, that, I'm just one last question on this. What made you do that? What made you, why were you interested in that? Oh well, I'm a I'm a Green Bay Packers fan before I was ever a Rams fan. Oh, I didn't know. Um, that. Okay. As you could see, this this large collection of books behind me. It's not just for for show and tell. The uh, the actual there's an entire Green Bay Packers section that can't be seen 
because um, it's at my parents' library. They also have their own library. Mine happens to be much nicer than theirs, personally. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, it might possibly be one of the finest collections of books, at least on the West Coast. <laughs> at but, least, uh, that's right. My parents have a much nicer library than mine, but but my volume, just volume per, per, per volume, my library is, is much much nicer than theirs, I'm but sure. they have all the Packers stuff. I'm sure it is, and yours is professionally shelved and organized. It is. We were, theirs we isn't. Yeah, theirs isn't. Pfft. Cheapskates. All right, here's the deal. I think I just called your parents cheapskates. So here's the deal, Jason. Uh, you do the wide world of wine garden. How many times a week now are we doing it? Three? Five, four, five, four, you know, it, it depends. All right, so someone someone tweeted about your one of your latest. What was it that you were doing football-wise? What did you bet here? The uh, Army-Navy game, the Grey Cup this weekend, a uh, lot, lot going on, not just uh, NFL. Uh, what, what do you got in the Army-Navy game? Total at 34, uh, 33 and a half, somewhere in that pocket now. I like uh, I like Navy plus seven and a half. I don't I don't think you're getting a lot of a lot of leeway on the total at 34. I mean that's that's about as low as I've ever seen in one of these games. Yeah, if you conflate the 34 and the seven and a half, let's do the quick math on that. What's that like? 20 to 13, right? 20 to 12, 21 to 13, that kind of thing. That's very. Yeah, I mean you almost aren't you kind of obligated to take the seven and a half in a 33 and a half game? Yeah, and then, I mean, it gets to the point where I start thinking, you know, I, and everyone says college teasers are bad, but you could tease something on a 34-point total, you know? I mean, you got to start thinking about that. What are you talking about? Um, a same-game teaser you're talking about? Like Navy? Same game. I mean, some some books offer college teasers at even money if you're not taking NFL sides. So um, it just, just it's a very interesting game with such a low total. And, I mean, Army... Army played in an 80-point game this year with West, uh, uh, what's good, Wake Forest. So it's not like they can't score. They have a quarterback who could throw the ball, which is unusual. Sometimes Army doesn't even throw. So, uh, I mean, it's an interesting game. And, yeah, I mean, the, the lower the total gets, if it gets to 33-and-a-half or something, you're almost obligated to, to bet the over. It's, a, it's an interesting uh, angle on it. Not conventional, as we know, but that's the thing that we always like to convey on this show. People are going to have their gambling rules. Uh, we feel there's an exception for everything, and that's that might be one of them in this Navy Army game. That's the reasoning behind it. What about the Grey Cup? I didn't realize you were betting Canadian Football League. Yeah, so I mean, Canadian football. I normally start betting in July or August before the NFL and college football gets underway, and you want to get that football fix. Sort of trails off as the season goes on, and I get busy with NFL and college football and the World Series and everything else going on. But I usually pick it up during the playoffs. I like I like Canadian football actually. I don't I don't mind it. Um, you get the Grey Cup this weekend. It's Winnipeg. Winnipeg's minus three. It's in Hamilton. It's it's Winnipeg versus Hamilton for, you know, the people who don't follow the CFL. But I laid three with Winnipeg. They're the they're the reigning Grey Cup champions. They didn't have a Grey Cup in 2020. They had one in 2019 though. So this is the first post-COVID Grey Cup. I think Winnipeg is going to be a back-to-back Grey Cup winner. And this is at Winnipeg, you said? No, it's at it's at Hamilton. It's at in, Hamilton. Uh, in Hamilton. It looks like uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli versus uh, Zach Kalaros for uh, for people who uh, who like obscure quarterbacks. Yeah, it looks like the weather, as far as Grey Cups are concerned. Oh no, I'm looking at New Jersey. No, that's not the Hamilton we're looking for. I don't know what the weather. Did any call? Because we we're used to seeing like at the end of the NFL day. The Grey Cup this weekend, you know, in past December's, will look up at the screen and it'll be like in this blizzard. Do you have any weather forecast on this? Jeff does. Jeff Parlay, what do you got? Yeah, and actually, all things considered, not terrible. Uh, 41 degrees. Oh, that's nice. No uh, 10% precipitation, 15 mile an hour winds, not terrible. That always kills me about like we had the game Monday night in Buffalo with all, you know, 40 mile per hour gusts, 50 mile per hour, whatever it was. But every year, like the Grey Cup. <laughs> The Grey Cup is played in a blizzard, and the cave, they don't think twice about it. And we just, we have such different sensibilities. But you like Winnipeg minus the points here. Yep, Winnipeg minus three. That's that's my bet there. Okay. And you were all over the under Monday night, Buffalo, New England? Was that what I saw? Yeah, I was all over the alts. Um, I played them all, played them all down to, to 20. So I think basically every every under, if you bet the under any way you bet it, you were probably pretty happy unless you bet first quarter under and the Patriots first half under those were the only unders that I I could think of that lost 
It was unbelievable that that stayed under the total of the first half to me because Belichick was just like, we're running every single play. doesn't matter if the wind's behind us here. Um, give me something else random you're betting on beyond the Canadian Football League. It's the wide world of Wine Garden after all. Uh, I was betting on golf in South Africa. It's the Victorian PGA in uh, in Australia this week. But other than that, it's kind of the uh, the slow slow part of the year. As as winter gets underway, I start start sleeping a little bit later for for December and January. Uh, you know, until until probably right about till the end of the Super Bowl. Until uh-huh. I start getting up early again and getting ready for baseball, though. With this season, you know, we don't know if we're going to get spring training. We so don't. I'll probably I'll probably jump into some some Dominican baseball soon as I start missing baseball more. And I think with the lockout, it'll probably be slightly more interesting to people the the Dominican season and the playoffs. And mm-hmm. we might even see a little slightly higher caliber of player that we don't normally say see play winter league ball um, show up if if they're worried they're not going to get reps in spring training. Wide World of Weingart will become must-listen uh, when when that season is embarking. Let me ask you this. You had any futures in the NFL at all? I bet the Dolphins to make the playoffs 8-1 eight, eight to one this week. I bet the Bills to miss the playoffs at like 3.30 plus 3.30. Uh, I think it's a bad spot for the Bills this week, going on the road to Tampa after losing to the Patriots. Uh, I do, too. The, the the what do you call it? Dolphins have the week off. They play the Jets next week. Uh, could see a situation where the Dolphins somehow pass the Bills. The Bills don't make the playoffs. Um, you know, I don't think the playoff field is as set as people think going down the stretch in the NFL. The NFL loves chaos. I think we're going to see a lot of chaos last couple of weeks. Oh, the AFC is complete chaos. NFC, I think five teams are probably still still a lock. With apologies. Yes, yeah, but I mean yeah. the AFC, the the difference between the first and the seventh seed right now is like one or two games. I think there are twelve out of the sixteen. Twelve out of the sixteen AFC teams have four, five, or six losses. Twelve of the sixteen, the first twelve seeds, and then it's Miami, who for the uh, the reward of their five game winning streak is they're still the thirteenth seed out of sixteen. But you're right, it sets up not terribly for them. We were we were talking about this, like the AFC playoff picture. Who who's the team that gets knocked out in the end? And it's like it it comes down to: Do you think the Colts will pass the Bills? Do you think the I mean, Dolphins are still a long shot, as you pointed out with the number. I I think it might be the Bills, maybe. I mean, they definitely yeah, have a, it might be the Bills. Yeah, it, it, they're they're not a lock to make the playoffs. I wouldn't I wouldn't say anybody's a lock to no. make the playoffs. Even the Ravens right now, the Ravens have down two starting cornerbacks. That's a bad spot to be in in December. Yeah. Are you making any pre-flop bets in the NFL? Like, do you bet any games? Like, I know that's yeah, very I mean, conventional. Yeah, I bet weekly. Um, you have anything I, so far this be, week? Well, uh, trying to think. Let's see. Uh, I bet a teaser or something. Nothing Nothing crazy. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't bet anything yet. All right. Dolphins to make the playoffs and the Bills to miss for those who have uh, those markets available. The yes-nos. Pay heed to young Jason. Jason, appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll talk next week and uh, enjoy the Green Bay Packers history, sir. Thank you. I look forward to uh, jumping back into that today. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. By the way, I uh, voraciously read the Washington football team version of that. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good thing. I love I love football history. Oh, it's tremendous. Jason Weingart, everybody, at Spreadopedia. You follow him on Twitter. We'll come back. Uh, we will look at the division leaders we trust the most and least next right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Skill Alexander, Jeffrey Parlay, ladies and gentlemen. Producer number five and eight is here, the Grover Cleveland of Producers. He also hosts a show on the weekend called Bet Center. Not this weekend, though, because he's got a thing. Can we call it a thing, Jeff? Is that accurate? Portrait? I think that's fair. Okay, it's a thing. But he hosts that as Jeff Parles. All right, let's look at this. Division leaders that you trust the most and the least, and we're looking at it through the prism of their odds to win the conference and the Super Bowl. Let's start with the NFC, the National Football Conference. We're trying to figure We got on this sidetrack uh, discussion yesterday on primetime because all the hockey awards are these funky names, right, for uh, – you know, Vezina, Calder, Hart, Norris, right? They're all these names. They don't call them the, the standard things that we do in our American, uh, our, our other major American sports. Like in football, we're not thinking about what the rookie of the year, who, whose name is associated with the rookie of the year. Do you know who the, uh, the AFC trophy is named after? All right. That's the easier one of the two. Well, that's the, uh, the, the, uh, the Hunt Trophy. Correct. Right? But can and you name the NFC? That's Hallis. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was no, like, oh, I, yeah, it is Hallis. I, the, the, I actually knew right away the Hallis one. It took me a oh. second to get the Hunt Trophy in the I AFC. Couldn't, Hallis was the one I couldn't get. All right. Um, and, uh, and, of course, the Super Bowl Trophy is named after the greatest coach of oh, all time, well, Joseph the, the, Jackson the, the, the Gibbs. The Lombardi. Uh, oh, it's not the Gibbs Trophy? Oh, it's not the Gibbs? That seems like an oversight oh, to me. Who knows now, Gil? <laughs> uh, Cardinals, Packers, Buccaneers, Cowboys. These are your current division leaders in the National Football Conference. Um, and along with the Rams have kind of been the five teams, fait accompli, if you will, that we've thought for two months now would make the postseason, right? The NFC always generally has been a scrum for those final two positions, though Washington may have something to say about it against the Cowboys, and though the Rams may have something to say about it uh, against the Cardinals, but the Rams part of that five-team deal. So Washington would be the only team outside of those five that has a true path, if you will, playing the Cowboys twice in the next three weeks. But of the four division leaders... Odds to win the NFC, you'll see that the Buccaneers have the short shot, despite not having the best record. The Buccaneers, according to BetMGM, they're the short shot at plus 250. And the odds to win the Super Bowl uh, reflect that as well. But the question I would like to ask you here, Jeff, is which of these teams do you trust the most of the division leaders? Which do you trust the least? The least has to be the Cowboys, right? I think by default, just because we have the McCarthy tax that we've talked about all year, you have a team that, that really has not played very well since Dak hurt himself at the end of that Patriot win. And I know they're saying he's 100% healthy, but that team really just, even off, I know they just got Cooper back in that Thursday night game. I know Lamb had missed the previous game with the concussion and the second half against Kansas City, but something's not 100% right offensively right now for that offense that before that injury looked as good as anyone in the league. Uh, the other way, I mean, I guess by default on the other end, you're trusting Tampa Bay the most. I guess. Because it's Brady, because they've been so dominant at home this year. 
and they just won the Super Bowl last year when they really weren't as good as they are this year. By the way, this gets this discussion gets way in, more interesting in the AFC. We'll crescendo to that. But the I think the Cowboys are absolutely least for all the reasons you mentioned: McCarthy, Dax, health. And I, I guess you're right about the Buccaneers because the Packers are more. We think of them as a two-man offensive team, which is obviously not accurate, right? Because they have obviously a back in Dylan. But essentially, it's this it's this amazing connection between Rodgers and Devontae. But the defense is underrated. Are we? I guess the only other question would be, are we selling the Cardinals short? We both have them number one power ranked. And we immediately said, oh, the Buccaneers probably the team you trust the most. Why is that? Why do we not trust the Cardinals? The Cardinals, who won two games with Colt McCoy, right? Kyler Murray wasn't even playing. Colt McCoy, got, they've got the most viable backup quarterback of the bunch, right? So they have that as a sort of credible fallback. But even if he's not involved... There's literally nothing we've seen about a full-strength Cardinals that should make us doubt them, but why do we do? I think there's a few things. By the way, that's why do we. I don't know where I got the extra nah, two from. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's health is the biggest question for me because even though they won and covered pretty handily on Sunday against the Bears, Andy Dalton's four interceptions led to Four, three touchdowns and a field goal in that game for Arizona. So I want to see what Murray does in a game where he's not given great field position and takes advantage of that great field position to see if he's fully healthy. And look, as unfair as it may be, we're talking about a franchise that has been predominantly a losing franchise over the years, Gil. And sometimes, even though it's unfair to this current unit, we can't get the mind block over, oh, the Arizona Cardinals have been a doormat for the most of their existence, and now they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. So unfair to this year and should not be taken into account, I think past history does play into our minds a little bit. It obviously does. Does it induce a bet for you for either the Cardinals, Packers, or Buccaneers to win the NFC? I would only bet Green Bay right now. At plus 350, you would would bet Green Bay. That would be the only bet I would make. I don't know if I'd bet any of them. The NFC. Here's where it gets interesting. Look at the AFC. Because this, now this led to a very spirited discussion between me and my uh, co-host Matt Brown last night on Primetime Action because we were completely oppo on the answers. So Patriots with a half game up on the rest of the AFC field. Right now the Patriots are the number one seed in the American Football Conference, and they're on a bye. Titans, Ravens, Chiefs all 8-4, and four, leading their respective divisions. Titans one and a half games clear of the Colts. Ravens one game clear of the Bengals. Chiefs, remember, only one game clear of the Chargers and have lost to the Chargers. So, yeah. And they play on Thursday. Chargers could be ahead in this division within eight days. By the way, Ravens lost to the, Ravens lost to the Bengals badly earlier, didn't they, this year? When's their second game? Two weeks from now. Yeah, so that's on the horizon as well. So the question becomes, who do you trust? And there is obviously on the screen the associated odds to win the AFC, the odds to win the NFC. The Patriots, because they, largely because they have a half-game lead over everybody and, and have won fewer games to play, they're plus 375 to win the AFC. They're the short shot. And of the AFC teams, oh, they're not, however. No, 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 pardon me, I'm wrong. The Chiefs are still the short shot to win the AFC, pardon me. Plus 275. This at BetMGM. The Patriots, despite having the half-game edge, are plus 375. You'll see that also is reflected in the Super Bowl odds. Ravens and Titans far back in both categories. So the question becomes, who do much more interesting question in the AFC. Who do you trust the most? Who do you trust the least? All right. Well, we'll go with the least first. This is phenomenal because they're all so flawed in their own way. We're going with the least first yeah. because... Here is the Baltimore Ravens' remaining schedule. I love this. At the Browns, Uh the Packers, at the Bengals, the Rams, and the Steelers. Now, I've thought Baltimore has been fraudulent all year. I thought they got very fortunate to win a lot of those close games early in the year. Uh, The Indy game is the one that, honestly, that might be the reason that Baltimore still makes the playoffs, that ridiculous comeback against Indy instead of missing it. But... Gil, with all the injuries, that they have, they have had so many injuries this year. They've had 20 guys on IR and key players across the board. Now you add that you have no corners that are trustworthy when you have Green Bay, Cincinnati, 
and the Rams all looming. This is how are how, how, how are they a, making the playoffs? The so. reason that I, that I like doing this again this morning after last night is because this is such a hard in the AFC. It's so impossible to answer because. Everything you're saying about the Ravens' schedule is right, right? But then if they get into the playoffs, you say to yourself, well, what if Lamar Jackson has a Lamar Jackson go-off-and-be-awesome game? He could easily have a terrible game too, right? But so can they get there, and then do you feel comfortable that he won't go off in the playoffs? Maybe you do. I, I think I would answer, and then and you could, I don't know, for me it's either the Ravens or the Chiefs. Because I have seen nothing from the Chiefs that leads me to believe that they're elite. If you're, if you're not incorporating priors, like an analytics site does, are they an elite team this year so far? They're, they're an okay team. But I trust, again, the... the, the Always the, a puncher's chance with Mahomes in a play. 100%. Yeah. And look, they, Andy Reid finally got over the mountain, finally won his Super Bowl. He's looked at a little bit differently. I think I trust New England the most, as ridiculous as it is, just because they have... Of all the units between the eight teams, New England's defense is the unit that I trust by far the most. And I'll take that in that regard, Gil. But here's the issue with the Patriots, right? Who definitely have the advantage right now because they have one fewer game and they have a half-game lead. But if Mac Jones falls behind in a playoff game, do you trust the rookie quarterback? Yeah, I mean, that, look, that's... Did, did Bill Belichick trust him the other night? As Drew Dinsick said so accurately, I think, he didn't want to find out. That's the nightmare scenario. New England gets down 14 nothing in a, in a playoff game. Doesn't matter where that game is. And the Titans comes down to, will they have everybody back or not? And they're, they're impossible to evaluate what they are a month from now right now. Because if they have everybody back, that's the one I trust the most. Give me that. Give me a Mike Vrabel does great in the postseason, by the way. But we'll see. We'll see if they get Derrick Henry back, and we'll see uh, in what condition they do. Julio Jones back this week. A.J. Brown right around the corner in terms of the timetable. We'll come back. Michael Lombardi and more. A numbers game of East of the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide, almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high value props. The guide's going to drop December 13th. We're cool like that. We say drop. It's going to be five days from now, December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. What a, uh, what a Herculean task it's going to be for the uh, college football betting guide, folks, because you've got to really navigate through all the coaching moves, rumored and real head coaches, assistant coaches. Is there a de facto home game for some of these teams? Motivation teams settling for bowls, and then even if they are settling, how often is our psychiatric analysis correct, right? That's the other thing. I'll never forget when USC was playing here in Las Vegas, and I was basically living at the Hard Rock, and I remember everybody, the rumor going around, oh, USC, they're partying all night. They're in every club here. At the, oh, they're going to get crushed tomorrow. They rolled. I, I want to say it was like Fresno State. Don't know, Was it Fresno State? It was like I believe that was Derek Carf's Fresno State, no less. Maybe it was, yeah. yeah. They just destroyed them. I was like, oh, really? That club really had that effect. So it, it's tough, right? And then now we have the whole new layer of opt-outs, which is the biggest thing. And we'll see how many people announce early, how many people announce late. This, the Sam Howell thing is a great example where it's like, yeah, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play. And then like week of, don't you think like somebody's family is going to be like, dude, you're going pro next year. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't play in this game. Like, is it worth it? So you never know with this, though. I think the biggest one to monitor is going to be Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Because same deal, right? As we talked about yesterday, very well could be the first quarterback chosen. Uh, his offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple, uh, took the Nebraska offensive coordinator job earlier this morning. Uh, that's one to monitor with Pickett, who, again, that's the Peach Bowl's the best bowl Pitt has been in years. Uh, but look, uh, who's in the blue bonnet bowl this year, Jeff? Who's uh, in that one? I, I don't. I don't think that exists anymore. Oh, uh, I'm not not 100. percent I think that went the way of the uh, as the Insight.com bowl there, Gil. The HTTP uh, colon backslash backslash Insight.com bowl when it first came out. Oh, the whole thing, the whole URL was there. Oh man, uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Barry from Brooklyn. I always like hearing from Barry from Brooklyn. Oh, talking about our survivor thing earlier. He said week 16. 
Week 16 seems like a big inflection point in my pool, too. If you don't have the Chargers there, what's the play? Eagles at home versus the Giants? Dicey. So, again, we were talking about Circus Survivor earlier, where 23 entries remain out of 4,080 intrinsic value, soaring each and every week, five by the wayside on the Vikings. By the way, living through that, could you imagine Jeff being one of the last 28 having the Vikings and living through that roller coaster where by halftime you're like, oh, we're done. Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, same old Viking story. And sure enough, the second half starts and they chip, 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 chip away at that lead. They take the lead late and you're like, oh, my God. And the lines matriculate down the four seconds left. Golf races to the sideline, says in Dan Campbell's ear, I love you, man. They're giving a cushion on the left side. Watch this. And Campbell's like, go get him, kid. I think that was the actual transcript. And you lose on that. Oh. Now, you definitely have to plan. Barry from Brooklyn might be right about uh, this. But for, for the Christmas consideration, because we flashed that up. Can you just flash that up real quick uh, one more time? Because might have had a glitch the last time we had this on. Where, again, it's, it's sort of like if, if you're still planning for Christmas, and I guess the remaining 23 would be, had you been saving Arizona the whole time? There's only about half that have Arizona left, and of those Arizonas, so 13 of 23, a little more than half, have Arizona available still, but only one also has Green Bay among those Arizona picks. So you'd imagine 12 of those 13 are probably saving Arizona for Christmas? I don't know. I'm speculating. But as far as this week, everyone has Seattle available, everyone has Tennessee available. 20 of 23 have the Chargers. You would think that that's the biggest breakdown between the Seahawks, the Titans, and the Chargers. Uh, this one is from everybody sending me the tennis thing from yesterday. Mark Taylor uh, to Jason, just listen to uh, wide, wide World of Weingarten. Am now on Miami to make the playoffs. Buffalo to miss the playoffs. And Winnipeg minus three. It'll be the first CFL game I'll watch this year. The Wide World of Weingarten, available where all podcasts are distributed. Uh, this is from the Palm Readers. Kansas State reopens. Plus one. That's a, oh, that's a reaction to something we were talking about last night on primetime action. Their game against LSU, their bowl game against LSU, the Texas Bowl, I believe it is, on January fourth. So the no man's land between the national semis and the national championship. If you want to bet some uh, LSU Kansas State, LSU now a two point favorite. We're showing in this one. LSU may not have a quarterback in this game. That's the other thing. So, hey, yeah, that, that's, that's the issue with this game. Already, if you're, if you're thinking about the January 4th Bowl, research your LSU quarterback situation. They may not have one. Uh, that's just one example. Uh, the locksmith about the, uh, about the Megapod, let Dodd know that with the uh, Dolphins by, he can sing the Titans fight song, same song, different lyrics. Um, so we did a little history on this. When we were kids, it was the Houston Oilers fight song, and we all thought that the Miami Dolphins franchise stole it. Other way around. Started Miami, went to Houston, back to Miami. <laughs> I don't want to read that one. Do, do, do. Uh, this is from, this is, okay, this one is from, always appreciate these. This is from Kenny G. What does Jeff Parlay think about Showalter being the leader to manage his Mets? Thanks. Great show. What do you have to say about that? I've resigned to the fact that it probably will happen. I would like them to uh, hire the uh, the bench coach from Tampa. Uh, I don't want to butcher his name, uh, Codrado. Condrado. I, I I don't know how to pronounce his name. So that would be the one I would look at. But when Max Scherzer says, at least privately, the reports yesterday where he wants Buck Walter to be the manager, I think we know how that's going. Buck Walter, Orioles fans still waiting for Zach Britton to get thrown into the ballgame. <laughs> that playoff game against the Jays. Uh, Cricket Man, I thought I think it would be an inappropriate topic, but I am convinced the dual tragedies in Andy Reid's life have him on autopilot still mentally, and the team is dysfunctional as a result, you think? Uh, Cricket Man, you're not the first day. Michael Lombardi said that about a month or so ago. He really thinks that personal tragedies in Andy Reid's life are affecting the performance of that football team on the field. Maybe so. Yeah, Lombardi said that a while ago. Uh, Richard Palma. Dolphins getting baptized into playoff possibilities by the hand of Jason Weingarten. My futures have life. Question, does Flores have a shot at coach of the year if they do make the playoffs? Week 18, maybe play the Pats down one game. Finns won the first matchup. Wow, that's a very Miami 
pro Miami tweet there. Uh, coach of the year, because we did mention this yesterday. Bill Belichick, everybody going nuts over Belichick's strategy in this game last Monday night, uh, a couple nights ago against Buffalo. And everyone's like, oh, he's the coach of the year. There's still way too much runway for this NFL season to be given Bill Belichick coach of the year. I, even before the season, I was like, if they can give, if there's a reason to give it to him, they'll find a way, right? Because he'll be a sentimental favorite now without Tom Brady and with a rookie quarterback now in Mac Jones. But I think Cliff Kingsbury is still in this for sure. Best record in football. Mike Vrabel is still in it. If Mike Vrabel overcomes all these injuries and the Titans get the number one seed, he's got a shot at it. Jason bet Zach Taylor. I don't think that has I don't think that has legs. What about Matt LaFleur? So we look at these odds now. Belichick's plus 125. Kingsbury plus 350. The aforementioned Vrabel's 10 to 1. LaFleur snuck his way in there at plus 750. You give that any credence whatsoever? He still has Aaron Rodgers, right? Probably not. But look, if Green Bay ends up with the best record in football, he absolutely has a case. Brian Flores, who precipitated this conversation, not pictured. They could very easily go to seven and seven after being one and seven, but after that, I don't know. You think Frank Reich at twenty-five to one has any shot at this? They're seven and six. Un- what if they beat? The, what if they beat the Patriots and they go on a run here at the end of the year and, and finish eleven and six? They have to win the AFC South, which is going to be extraordinarily difficult because Tennessee swept them, and because Tennessee has a simple schedule moving forward. Um, good tweet though from Richard Palmer. Uh, Jason clarifying, by the way. That he requested, this is, so So Jason uh, Weingarten, who was just on the show, Jason, as you know, um, thinks outside the box. Is that a fair way of putting, uh, putting uh, characterizing Jason? He responded to the tweet about the Dolphins by saying, I requested Brian Flores um, at Circa for Coach of the Year. They opened him 500 to 1 when he did. This was earlier in the year. And he got bet down to 95 to 1 last week would probably need to win three of last four games uh, plus the Week 18 win over the Pats to be considered. That from Jason Weingarten on that subject. I don't think it's worth a bet personally. I, don't I, I think the Dolphins are losing twice down the stretch and eight and nine's not going to be good enough. Hmm. Yeah. By the way, I bet MGM has 50 to one on Flores. 50 to one yeah. currently? Yeah, I don't I don't know. So, there, there's filling content with random bets, and then there's actual bets that can win. I just don't know the path is there. Could anything happen? Sure. Like, if they, they won the rest of their games, that kind of thing. Even then, it's not a lock at that point. So it'll all come. I mean, there's way too much season left, right? Four or five games left. Last week of buys. Finally, everybody after this week will be on the same uh, level, having played 13 of 17 games. Still never getting used to that. Michael Lombardi, host of the Lombardi Line. He is next. I got questions. We'll talk Bills Patriots, too. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Bet MGM, the King of Sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy NBA action like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds, specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. It's that simple. Eligibility restrictions apply, as always. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling prom call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. He is the host of the Lombardi Line, which comes at you at the top of the hour each and every weekday. GM uh, Shuffle is the name of the podcast. Gridiron Genius the name of the book. He's worked with all the greats. In the National Football League, as always, sons, Joseph Jackson Gibbs. It's Michael Lombardi. How you doing, Michael? I am great. Thank you, Gil. How are you? I'm good. Can I share our, our text exchange with people yesterday? Can I share that at the top? Sure. So, sure. So you, More than happy. So you said you disagree with my take on the game the other night. Explain. Well, I violently disagree with it. I, I think, to me, it's easy for us to view the game, and I'm not sure the broadcast. I had the volume off. I did, too. But I... It, it's easy for us to watch the game but not really understand what's going on on the field. And I think, I don't think you understood the dynamics of what's going on uh, in terms of especially wind in one direction, wind against you. It, in talking to them in New England, when they got to the, at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they realized that it was going to be far and above anything that they thought. And when they got to the stadium at 6, it was a whiteout. But what really changed their thinking completely wasn't the wind and the volume of the wind. It was on the playing field, east to west, from the Patriot bench to the Buffalo bench, the wind was swirling so badly that even if the wind was behind you, you could only throw the ball to one half of the field. And the play that J.C. Jackson almost intercepted a pass was clearly the way New England was checking their defense. They were trying to force the ball to that side of the field because that was the only side Buffalo really wanted to throw the ball to. And so I think when you sit back and say, well, he should have been more aggressive with the wind and not, I think you didn't allow that situation, which you didn't know. And who knew? Nobody knows. Only the people at the game knew. And it was very difficult to throw the ball whether you had the wind or whether you didn't have the wind. And the fact that the Patriots literally outgained them in the, by just running the ball and not turning it over, to me, was an, a tribute to their ability to coach, stick with the plan, and then adjust the plan. So I, I think you were wrong. I felt like I disagreed with you. You're certainly entitled to your opinion in terms of being critical because I thought it was a masterpiece. Uh, I the, the, the use of the word violently, violently aside, here was my point on this. So, and, and, I, and I think I mentioned this to you yesterday. So you're right, by the way, if, if there were swirling winds in one side and we as the viewer couldn't figure that out, that's a different story entirely. And then, okay, maybe you're right about that. But here's the deal. So one of your mentors, Bill Parcells, right? Similar situation at the Meadowlands. Let's take the NFC Championship of 1986. I know you were with the Niners at the time. Bill Belichick was mm -hmm. the defensive coordinator of those yeah. Giants. Maybe he was a little too myopic. Maybe he didn't get the big picture of that game. But what Bill Parcells did was he won the toss, he deferred, and he immediately played the side of the field, right? Could have been different. Let's allow for that, right? But essentially what he did was he goes, we're going on defense first. 
you, Washington, you're getting the win in the first quarter. And the difference was the Giants went up in that game 7 nothing against the wind. And Bill Parcells to this day says that was the difference in the game. Not only did we not play even with them in the first quarter, we took the lead. And we then we, we stepped on it in the second quarter, and we basically played, you know, defense the rest of the way, figuratively speaking. And we won that game easily 17 to nothing. The difference in this game was same thing happened, right? The Patriots against the win went up 8 to nothing, But the Enkeel Harry... Uh, uh, muff off the face mask, took that advantage away. So New England was going to be in the the same situation as the 86 Giants, who went on to win the Super Bowl. By the way, that was the uh, year they poured Gatorade on uh, Parcells every game, for those historians about Gatorade dumps. Um, That was the difference. So we came 8-7, to and so that advantage kind of went away. And so if what you're saying about the swirl of the winds made it so impossible for them to even throw one forward pass, okay, But I would even sort of throw it back to you and say, what about the last drive of that half? You gain 20 yards on first down, right? You have over a minute and a half left in the game. Are you not trusting the kid in that win to throw? Because Buffalo, let's just take an example, right? Buffalo did have Josh Allen throw the ball in that direction, in both directions. So what's what's the other part of this equation then? He, you know, I, I asked this of Drew Dinsick yesterday. I said, did he not trust Mac Jones? His response was he didn't want to find out. Where do you stand on that? Because something's, <laughs> something's obviously different between – something's obviously different yeah. – be, hold on. Something's obviously different between Josh Allen and Mac Jones there, right? Well, I mean, the, the Josh Allen uh, Josh Allen wasn't very good thrown in the wind either. I mean, you know, and Josh Allen would have been sacked numerous times if he wasn't so big and physical and hard to tackle. I mean, the reality of it is, Gil, is is they got the lead, and when they went up eight to nothing, they actually were thinking they were in four minute mode, and the turnover occurred. I think at the end of the half, my my instincts at first were exactly like yours. Once he got the ball in the second half, I thought he would start throwing the ball. Remember, Buffalo deferred to get the win behind them so that they could get the lead. Everybody was in desperate position to get the lead. Buffalo didn't get the lead, never got the lead. So when he didn't throw the ball in the second quarter, I thought something's going on here. Something's happening here that even the wind with behind you isn't really working. It's really not working. Buffalo's two best drives, the 11-play drive to end the game and the 11-play drive when they missed the field goal, was into the wind. With the wind behind you, they were very bad. In fact, the touchdown pass that maybe was there with Stefan, he couldn't even see the ball. The ball was swirling as it came down. So I think that each situation is different. The Meadowlands game, I don't know if there was sideways wind, but in Buffalo, if you've been to Buffalo Stadium and you've played there, you know no matter if it's 15 mile an hour or 20 mile an hour, the wind is swirling all the time inside that stadium, especially moving right to left from one bench to the other. And I think he played the odds. And I think that was really the smart thing to do. I don't think it had anything to do with with trusting Mac Jones. I think what he always believes in, and, you know, the guy is in the Hall of Fame and all of us are watching, but the reality here is he believes he wants to avoid losing before he can win. And I think at the end of that half, I think he felt like, I'm going to go in at halftime. I don't want to mess this game up here. I don't want to mess it up. I think that they never saw Buffalo scoring. I really think either team thought they were going to score a lot of points. It's it's fair enough. If, if if the wind is what you say it is, okay, we'll go with that. I just think it can't be that and also trust Mac Jones fully. I guess. I think look, th- th- this is a this is a this how Mac Jones gets intertwined in this is only because people are so upset that Mac Jones has been significantly better than Trey Lance. I mean, this is really a bias that's gone into it. People couldn't see Mac Jones coming out in the draft. I mean, Drew didn't think Mac Jones was worthy of the third pick. He's entitled to his opinion. He's never really understood the game to that level of drafting. But I think it's been proven out correctly that Mac Jones is by far worthy of the third pick in the draft by how he's played. And Trey Lance is sitting on the bench even when the, even when the 49ers run some read options. And we all know Drew loved Trey Lance and everybody else loved Trey Lance. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. But there's a difference between an opinion and a professional opinion. And I think if you understand the game and understand Kyle Shanahan like I do and like other people in the league do, you know Mac Jones was the better player for him. Michael, That's fact, Michael. With respect, though, that was never. That was never. You're referring to our draft podcast. That was no, never. No, but they, Jagiel, they said they said that Mac Jones is not worthy of the third. He wasn't the player that he needed to be. You could get Mac Jones anywhere. 
I was on that pod. I heard them all. I, Two experts that have never been in a draft room before. I, I heard them. I invite everybody to go back and listen to that pod. What they were referring to was as a draft bet that because Mac Jones was not a, was not a threat to get picked earlier – that that's why they bet the way they did. It had nothing. You know, I made it very clear that Justin Fields was. I've had people text me that they made so much money off of Justin Fields not going three. I never said that Mac Jones. I said it was between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. I made it very clear. Right. I know but there were people I know that you said did, that. Michael, but you're mischaracterizing. There were people that said you can't. Said. You can't draft Mac. No, Pro Football Focus. They were quote Pro Football Focus. You can't draft Mac Jones. I mean, it's and that bias, Gil, is now asking the question. He didn't trust Mac Jones to throw. The guy's six and zero on the road. What more does Mac Jones have to do to prove that he's a really good football player? What more does he have to do to prove to all these so-called experts who have never drafted anybody, who's never evaluated a quarterback in their life, who've never been in a draft room, who's never worked for anybody who understands the essence of playing quarterback? Like, how do they have an opinion that's so strong that people that have been in the Hall of Fame or going to the Hall of Fame, they disagree with? That takes guts. Michael, we got to go, but I will say it once, it. I will, I'll say it once again. That was not the essence of, of that debate on that that's podcast. That's not what I heard, Gil. That's I know, not I know I that's not what you heard. I know that's not what you heard, and you've spent the season saying that, but we'll agree to disagree on that. Michael, always appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Gil. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Lombardi Line next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.